Well, thank you for joining us, everybody, for this edition of our WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. I am meteorologist Dave Turley, joined, as always, by meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you today? Oh, you know, I think that the sunshine, the uh, the cooler, drier air, that always puts me in a good mood. So can't can't really complain too much. We've been waiting for this, or I have. I know not everybody that's moved down south wants the uh, a little bit of coolness in the air but i i like it it's a nice change of pace so yeah the weather's kind of got me in a decent mood today yeah this is always my, my favorite time of the year i love the fall weather when we get out of the hot humid conditions which we have been for the last basically four months or so um and start seeing some nicer weather you know it's usually our quiet time of the year knock on wood with the exception of any tropical activity. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but this is usually our pretty quiet time. And then once you get to October, today we're recording this. It is Thursday, October 1st. And a lot of people are kind of switching, you know, gears now from the summertime now into our fall mindset, I guess. Definitely. You know, and, and rightfully so here this morning, for the first anyways, got down to at least 56 at the Savannah Airport which was our coolest morning there since May 13th. And back in May, that was one of those cool mornings where we got down to 52. So technically we hadn't been cooler specifically at the airport since May 13th. So it's been a while, you know, not quite five months since we've had these temperatures, but it definitely had a leave of absence. And, and I'm thankful that we at least got a little bit of a break from, from the humidity, even though we're going to have a bit of moisture kind of re- return back over the area in a few days. Yeah, and we're going to get to start talking on this podcast. We're going to see what's going on with our, our weather, talk about the nicer fall weather, and then fall weather, I guess I should say. And then we're going to get into a little bit of uh, tropics because we're still officially in the hurricane season and we don't want to let our guard down, even though it's been pretty quiet till last week. Uh, but we still have some stuff to talk about. So, you know, uh, today being October 1st, we'll get into what we, we typically see this time of the year. You know, our average high for today is 82 and we steadily see those temperatures drop a few degrees uh, pretty much every week. So once we get to the end of the month, October 31st, Halloween, our average high drops to 75 degrees. But uh, it's usually pretty quiet. Um, our average rainfall is uh, about a little over three and a half inches. So it's usually, unless we get any tropical activity, uh, a pretty quiet time of the year for us. Yeah, it definitely is. And November is even drier. So you know, relatively speaking, we're entering a quieter, uh, you know, pattern or, you know, time of the year for us, uh, specifically in the low country and the coastal empire. But those temperatures going down, you know, we're actually going to see another cold front come through, but it's what we call a dry cold front. So not always going to see moisture being, you know, lifted up with these systems when they come through. So, you know, whereas in the spring, you know, you'd most almost never have a dry cold front come through. So it's just, you know, changing of the seasons and, and I'm here for it. I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready for these temperatures to, to stay cool. But, you know, as these seasons kind of are in their, their transfer period, you don't ever have that one season stick around for too long. So we're not going to have mornings consistently as cool as they were now this morning until maybe the end of the month, but we're on our way. Yeah, and, you know, it's a good thing because we're going to be seeing that extended drying out across the region. Uh, We had a nice day on Wednesday. Today, Thursday is going to be very nice. You mentioned that dry cold front moving through late tonight, early Friday morning. And that's going to bring in 
the very nice conditions into the weekend. And even though we have a chance for some showers maybe early next week, that could be more of a coastal thing, but it doesn't look like it's a big rain event. You know, we're coming off September where we had a very wet September. We had officially at the airport. I know a lot of areas saw more than officially at the airport, but 6.67 inches of rain last month and that's almost two inches a little over two inches above what we normally get for september so it's been wet the grounds are saturated the ponds are filled up the rivers are high so we could use a little bit of time to dry things out across the area yeah i think definitely so and it's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out with this moisture as we head through you know, early next week more so, because a lot of this moisture is centered over the eastern Gulf of Mexico, central Florida, and then well offshore for us. But, you know, for, for the most part, over the next five days, the, the chance of us seeing half an inch of rain is really the maximum. It, it's mostly lower than that for a lot of folks. That being said, you know, that moisture, if it shifts west a bit, of course, it'll be higher. But right now, it's looking relatively dry, even though we did introduce some rain chances back in the seven-day forecast. A lot of that moisture wants to remain offshore. So, you know, maybe not the best for boating planes if you guys are trying to run to the Gulf Stream, but I'm sure that's just such a small amount of people that would impact. That's where the rain's going to be. So uh, inland, it's going to be a bit drier, at least as it looks right now for the next four or five days. And that's, you know, pretty typical for this time of the year. Yeah. And the good news is, even though that slight chance mainly along the coast, the Central and northern Georgia is going to be dry, and that's why we're seeing some of the rivers remaining rather high. They had a tremendous amount of rain, a lot more than we had over the past couple of weeks. And all that water, uh, you know, goes and runs off into the rivers, the streams, and the creeks, and then flows downstream, which is where we are. So that's why our rivers are going to be remaining high. So we need a little bit of time to dry things out, even for that area. But We'll get into the tropics because you mentioned that, the tropical moisture. And the big question on everybody's mind is is uh, what is going to be happening into the tropics? Are we going to see any more activity? Is it officially over for our area? And the answer is no, it is not officially over for our area. And things are getting interesting into the tropics. I might not actually know what's going on, but, you know, we're still watching a certain area. Yeah, you know, it's. It's mainly the, the Western Caribbean Sea here toward the Yucatan, uh, the, the Western Gulf of Mexico. That's kind of where these areas are highlighted of uh, potential development, at least in the short term here over the next a few days to a handful of days. Now, there's not a lot of steering wind to, to move those our way, which, of course, is, is good news here for the next uh, at least few days. We'll have to watch what happens here long term. But, you know, there are two different areas that are highlighted by the National Hurricane Center right now. Um, and we're definitely watching those. But as it stands right now, you know, we don't see any direct impact, at least this far out. Some models are suggesting bringing a tropical system closer to us, at least from the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, so we'll be watching that. But, you know, for now, it's relatively quiet. But you have to remember, and I know a lot of people don't want to think about this, but um, going into beginning to close to mid-October, so when Matthew was was around, and this, even though everyone wants to switch into their, their fall mood and, and get excited, we, we have to remember that this time of the year, it still produced devastating storms. There, there's not one in the forecast, but uh, weather does crazy things and we're keeping our eyes on it. But just don't let your guard down because, I mean, it was October 6th, 7th, 8th, whenever the coast was really seeing bad stuff in, in 2016. So we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on, on what's going on out there. Nothing like that, but it just 
you know, previous examples show that, you know, there's an actual reason and not let your guard down. Right. There's a reason why hurricane season officially goes through the end of November. And even besides Matthew, uh, even though we were not impacted by Sandy, Sandy occurred, I believe it was right around Halloween. You know, so we're talking the end of October with a major uh, storm, uh, which impacted a lot of the Mid-Atlantic and the Northeast and did a lot of damage and flooding up in that area. But the one thing that uh, you mentioned that the uncertainty in the forecast, the one thing I want everybody to just kind of take away from this is social media. You might see some posts coming up on social media uh, of, oh, my gosh, there's going to be a hurricane coming up into the Gulf of Mexico. We don't want you to focus on any particular one model run. What we're looking for here is consistency in the models from run to run. So some models are run four times a day. Some models are run twice a day. You don't want a model to show you, hey, there's a hurricane here. And then the next time they run that model, well, it's not there. That that's not going to work. Anybody can just say, okay, we can post that. But we're going to make sure that we err on the side of caution, give you what we think could be happening, but don't want anybody to freak out just yet. There's really not much any way consistency in any of these forecast models to determine what's going to be happening coming up here, heading on into the end of next week. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. Um, one of the, the analogies or examples I've, I've uh, seen people talk about with these long range models are, you know, us being CBS station, we got prices, right? Uh, stick with me here. You got Plinko, you know, and, and if you put one of those Plinko chips down and you happen to just hit a forecast that one model run happens to pump out a major hurricane. Well, you know, that far out in time being like the top of the board where you drop it down, the chance of you consistently making it in the, the 10,000 drop every single time is very low. So you you have to kind of think of it as the closer you get down toward the bottom or the time of potential impact, you've got a greater chance of of knowing what's going to go on and, and looking at those outlying models, there's really no skill to, to looking out 300 hours in a forecast model and saying something's going to happen. If anything, it's more so irresponsible. So that's why we, uh, you know, never will, will post one model run. You know, if we start seeing consistency as we get closer in time, of course, we're going to be all over and let you guys know what's going on, but posting one model run just, it's it's usually a fluke, especially that far out. And I have seen that a little bit, but most most viewers, especially here, have been pretty good about you know at least asking our opinions and not just jumping on board with those kind of things. Right. I like the Plinko analogy. I am a huge Price Is Right fan, and the Plinko analogy is perfect because if you removed all the pegs in between you, the chip at the top, and the uh, the numbers on the bottom, you have a very good chance of saying, oh, I can get that 10,000 every time. But there's a lot of different pegs in there, and every one you hit makes everything different. You can get inconsistencies from each little uh, chip that you throw down in there. So that's actually a very good analogy. I guess you could think about it as like as we go through time, less, you know, there are less pegs. You know, there are less the variables are still there, but there are less opportunity, less uh, chances for a storm to go left, right, or whatever. So we're we're kind of fine tuning the the opportunities of where the storm or the little chip can go. So I think that's kind of a fun one. Uh, you know, I'm more of a visual person, so we're gonna have to try to show you guys that one day. 
but um, I think, you know, in my head, it made sense anyways. Oh, it made sense to me. I like that. That's a good analogy because, you know, I've been doing the noon show for the news at noon on WTOC for 20 years now. So the price is right. Even though I watched it all the time before I had this job, now I've watched it pretty much every day for 20 years because it's on right before we go on. So know all the games, know how everything works. And Plinko is always one of the ones that everybody wants to play. <laughs> yeah, definitely is. Well, I'm, you know, excited. You know, on the other side of this is, yes, you can have fronts stall out, spin up little pieces of energy out in the Caribbean or Atlantic or whatever. But at least, you know, right now, we're enjoying the nice side of these fronts where it's cooler, it's drier, it's got everybody in a fall mood. I've seen so many people posting pictures of making chili or, you know, crock pot this or that or baking. And and I'm actually going out to Ridgeland tomorrow. Um, they've, they've got a, a pumpkin patch and, you know, a corn maze and stuff like that. So I'm definitely in the, the little fall mood going on here. And I'm hoping that we don't have to break that up to talk about a a potential tropical system, but at least for now, everything's looking good. And I hope you guys are at least enjoying the nice weather while we've got it. Right. That's all we can do. Enjoy. We will keep you prepared, informed. If there's anything you need to know about in the tropics, we will give you that information on all our social platforms. And of course, on the WTOC First Alert weather app, if you have your tropical tracks turned on, you could actually track that activity right there at your fingertips, wherever you go. So that's uh, that's a pretty good uh, discussion of what's coming up here over the next couple of days and what we're watching into the tropics. Definitely so. I think that, you know, we covered a lot. And for now, it's quiet, but it's one of those, you know, knock on wood things because, it, you know, it doesn't take much to spin up a, a system this time of the year and, and you know, the Caribbean and, and the Gulf. So we've been watching that closely. But for now. No news is good news, and, you know, every show we do a tropical update, so for the most part, so we're going to keep you updated on those. You're not going to have a, a lack of information when it comes to, to forecasting. I can tell you that. We're going to be on top of whatever happens. Well said, and on that note, we are going to end this another edition of our WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Have yourself a great weekend. <laughs>